2: If you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything.
0: Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Hello, hello. Welcome back once again to Inner Bloom. I'm Alexa. I am Ambrosia. Hi, everybody. (laughs) And with us today is Kirsten Asher, former stunt person and dancer, who is a founder and CEO of Huntress & Co., an online portal for women. Hi, Kirsten. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thanks for having me. I appreciate
1: this. I'm excited to dive in with you guys. So excited to have you here. And
2: a former stunt woman, that is so exciting. I have so many questions about that already. <laughs> um so, can I ask you? Were you in Hollywood? Like, what have you stunt doubled for people that we would have heard of? And then another question would be: What's the most dangerous thing that you've done, stunt person-wise?
1: <laughs> sure. So, I've not doubled for anybody that we actually—that's uh, a A A list actor. Yeah, uh, it was a chapter of my life where I was fascinated by, well, I still am fascinated by action movies and wanted to dive into that scene. And I wasn't an actor by any means. Um, But I've always been a very active person with dance as my background and rock climbing and really uh, that adrenaline junkie type person. And so I figured that would be a fun, a fun avenue to try to chase and uh, when I started getting into it, it was incredible because it's such a small group of people. There's a there's a lot of stunt people, but it's still very small. And to try to find yourself and break into the group and then start training with the different groups that are out there. So I was living at the time in San Diego and I would drive up twice a week to Los Angeles to train at this retired stuntman's house where he turned his backyard into a training ground, basically. So he had mats, bags, um, ladders to jump off of, trampolines, so you can go and, and uh, learn from the veterans, You know, learn from the people, and then also have a community there of other people who are learning that. So eventually moved up to Los Angeles and started getting more and more into stunt work. And the, the scariest thing that I did was actually at training because well, I guess there's two things. At training, it was when I jumped from my highest story, which was three stories. And that was the highest that I was, had been at that time. And then on set, it was for funnier or die. And I actually had to jump backwards off of a love site, a love seat into a bag that is a floor down, you know, jumping off the balcony backwards. And so you're not looking at your landing. You're not really, uh, you, there's a lot of things that can go wrong. Right. Yeah, and so you need yeah. to make sure that you're very focused and you're you're breathing through everything. And so that taught me a bunch of things about my body, a bunch of things about that mind-body connection, how important it is to really understand and understand yourself and how to work through that 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 chance of okay, this is either a oh oh S H I T moment or this is something you where I'm actually gonna go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> An oh shit moment. <laughs> or actually go through and do it and trust yourself. So it had a lot of foundational learnings for me, which was pretty epic. Mm. Wow. That is so neat.
0: Isn't that so cool to look back at, like, different parts of your life where maybe before you got on the path that you're on now and realize how, like, you didn't realize it at the time, but that was, like you said, it's like a foundational learning point for, like, what you're doing now and on all the ways that, yeah, those those past uh, areas of your life really influenced, like, where you are now and what you're going to take moving forward.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was looking back as it's, it's always 2020 in hindsight, right? So it's yeah, of course. looking back, seeing it as, okay, that was a moment where I really had to work to get into the small training group. Right. And I had to find the different way and how much do you really want this? How much did I really want to become a stunt person? And then training outside of that, there was a gym, uh, that, it was kind of like a circus-type gym where they had a lot of trampolines. They had people from SeaWorld that were training there as their Cirque du Soleil-type um, performers. And so it was amazing to be with them and also learning how to understand my body in air or how to understand the different movements and how those are all connected and what it takes to train and then also go after something that's there's no manual for. Right. Mm -hmm. There's no like you you go and you interview for this job and you hopefully get it or you go to the next job. But you always have your resume with stunts and also with acting. I'm not an actor, but with that, you have your resume and with stunts specifically, you have to what they call hustle sets. So go on to a set where you're generally not invited to and try to find the stunt coordinator, introduce yourself respectfully and then give them your resume. You know, so it's. Or you go through somebody who knows a stunt coordinator or, you know, it's a lot of daisy chaining, which is, it's like that, that drive has to really be in you. And so that taught me how to see what I want and then learn how to go after it, but also put things in place where I know is this is the next step that I need to take to take me further.
0: Mm. So how did being a, a stunt person, how did that unravel into or lead to what you're doing now?
1: It was a journey. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was it was definitely a journey. So from stunts, I started working as a production assistant on uh, commercials and PSAs and um, promotional, uh, what is it called? Promos basically for ABC, NBC, and CBS. And So as I started doing that as a job, I realized I liked the behind the scenes. I liked having, you know, you go on set and there's nothing. And then all of a sudden everybody lands and you have the electricians and the gaffers and the um, director and all the actors coming to set. And all of a sudden it's a world, which there was no world before. And then you shoot what you need to shoot. And then by the end of the day, it clears out and there's nothing again. So it would just fascinated me with inside that world and so I started moving up into coordinator and then did some production managing and within that lifestyle it's very go 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 and you meet a ton of different people and so you learn to work with different people and psychology has always been interesting to me and so I would observe people I'm more of an observer so I'd watch people and how they performed or how they spoke and communicated and how they showed up in different areas of their life and then started getting into Uh, personal development myself through meditation and how can I up level who I am and what I'm doing and the direction that I want to go in my own trajectory, but then was fascinated by everything that was developing on the backside of my life, you know, through understanding not taking things personally and through understanding the different realms of if I have this conversation, it might be a difficult conversation, but what's on the other side of that is an opportunity and that took me down this route of, all right, cool. What's, what's here? What is there? You know, and I started reading more and more books and then going to workshops and listening to different people who are in that expanded mind area. And that would just, it was like the trickle down effect. And then it just started becoming a stream and a river and then the ocean. So <laughs> pretty
0: awesome. Love that. Love that. And now you have a, a company, right, called Huntress and Co. So, what is that? Love the name.
1: Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So, Huntress and Co started off as uh, it was workshops basically of teaching women to connect to their mind, their body, and their soul. And um, started off as a, this like feminine embodiment with my background as a dancer. Is how can I get women more connected to their body and to that sensuality? And eventually, started taking the turn of what it is now is building on that philosophy of going after what you want and what does that take and having these women around you so if you think of um Agatha I don't know if you all have watched Vikings no right.
0: but I wa- I watched um like the <laughs> like the sister show to that which is um like the last kingdom I love it. everyone's told me to watch Vikings because I love this other show so Anyway, I'll watch it. Go ahead though.
1: <laughs> I'll have to watch the sister one. Yeah. Um, but it's it's likening it to that. So she has all these shield maidens around her. Yes, she's also going after what she wants, but she's able to be in this this feminine side of her when that feels good for her, and then also show up as the warrior. So in this whole dichotomy and back and forth balance of who we are as women. So what your huntress looks like is completely different than what mine looks like. But really figuring out what that is for you as an individual and seeing that as the woman you're meant to be. And what do you have to learn to be that huntress? What do you have to learn to really step into that woman that you're meant to be to inspire the next generation and uh, using that as a foundational tool of the personal integrity that it takes. Who choose to do that? So a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, I wanna, I wanna do this in my life, but it's a little too big and I don't know if it's for me, but they have a dream and they're they're still playing small, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, what do you need to choose for yourself and how can you own your own life? It's not necessarily just taking a course or reading a book or going to a seminar and saying, okay, now I'm changed. It's that daily practice of that personal integrity of. I'm going to get up and I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to get up and I'm going to go to the gym. And then it becomes that habit or I'm going to get up and I'm going to choose to eat healthier. I'm going to, you know, constantly work on this new character I want to become. And what does that take? So really having that as the foundation of building into that woman. Mm, I love that.
2: And I think that's so that's so profound and so correct. Like it's the compound effect, right? It's little moments that build up to your life, mm-hmm. so I think that's amazing. I was listening to um, a clubhouse and someone was casually mentioning how they run five miles a day, like a, like no big deal. And I thought, you know, I used to run a lot. Why don't I try to train for um, uh, not a triathlon but uh, dualathlon? And so. I'm working up right now and I'm so proud of myself because I ran four and a half miles today with Alexa on the phone (laughs) and I'm running slow, but I'm doing it. And like, that's kind of the thing that hit me today is it's this compound effect. It's every single day doing a little bit more to get to that goal. So I love what Mm -hmm. you said.
1: Thank
0: you. I do too. Cause I've been experiencing that too. For some reason, I like over the past couple of years, I've had the hardest time like getting into a routine and, and, but just finally committing to like every day, as soon as I wake up, I'm going to get, go and run or do something for 30 minutes. And it's like, it's insane what that, how good that feels when you keep that commitment to yourself. You know, it's insane. But what you shared, Kirsten, made me think, as soon as you started talking about Huntress and Co., I literally saw, um, Artemis goddess Artemis just like like and I got such I felt such exciting energy in my body and then I saw as you were talking about the next generations and like women like in almost like a it's like in Wonder Woman that that society like or that um where all the women were like these warriors like I really saw that. I really feel that from you. and it, it's so exciting to think about that there that that there's are people like you who are really infusing this into society and are bringing this energy in and bringing this um, intention in for women because it's it, women are so strong, and women can go after what they want and get it. But I think that there's been so much conditioning in our society. Um, and we talk about it quite a bit on this podcast for women to be nice and take care of everyone and just make sure that everyone else is okay and don't make too much of a fuss or don't make other people uncomfortable. So basically kind of like stay where you are type of thing. Um, could you speak a little bit more about that? Maybe about like your perspective of women's roles in society and maybe how that is shifting or could be shifting?
1: hmm Absolutely. It's we're taught that it's an either or. You either are the nice, quiet one, or the nurturer, or you're either the bitchy, the badass, the one who just mm-hmm. takes no shit and goes after what they want. And rather than it being an either or, it's a both and. Mm-hmm. And the both and is a different set of ingredients for each person. So it's a, it's I like red velvet cake, but you may like chocolate. You may like banana. So at the end, you're going to have this yummy, delicious cake. All the ingredients are slightly different. They're a little bit the same, but what you're going to need and what you're going to need is completely different. You know, you're going to need bananas versus actual chocolate filling and I'm going to need red dye. (laughs) So understanding that all the ingredients are slightly different and slightly the same. So all of us women helping each other find those different ingredients and saying, okay, I've got sugar over here. You need some sugar. I can give you a little bit. I've got a little bit of this extract over here. You need that. I'm not using it. So let me share this with you. And also knowing that what you two are doing may be similar in helping women rise up and understand and understand their spiritual self, understand where they're coming from and their own personal growth we're all doing that, but we're doing it so different in these slight ways that the ingredients become that much more exciting, right? So mm-hmm. it's like, oh my gosh, I'm going to order to Bloom, and I'm going to get a little bit of this and it's going to be incredible. It's still going to be this delicious cake. And then they come to Huntress and they, they have a little bit of that cake, but each one of us has the opportunity to make this, you know, and, and it does take time. You have to put the ingredients together. You have to bake it a certain time to really create that delicious cake. So understanding that it's not an either or, it's a both and, and the ingredients are different and to be okay with that and to find, find comfort in the differences that are making your, your cake different.
2: Mm -hmm. That's a great analogy. Thank you so much. How do you um, help women come into their own? Through, do you mean through Huntress? Yeah. Through Huntress, like what, what are some ways that you help women who maybe feel lost or unsure of like the next step to go into? Cause I know you said you work with the body because you were a dancer. So can you go into a little bit on how you, I don't know if you do encompass the body and how you do that.
1: Yeah. So we have a mastermind that is a nine month mastermind where we go through understanding where you, where you are and breaking up with the old self you know, okay, here, here's where I am. This is where I want to be. And as we all know, if you don't have a destination, finding the way to get there is going to be a little bit rocky because you're going to go down all these different paths, which are going to add to your journey. But unless that destination is like a pinpoint of, I don't know of what city I'm going to, but I'm going to New York. Mm-hmm. You, might, you might end up in Northern New York, Southern New York, but I I know I'm going to be there. And then as I get closer, I'll figure out the more specific place that I want to go right so helping women say this is where I'm at and I respect and honor where I'm at and everything that I've learned up into this point is perfect and how do I grow past that so we go into the mindset we go into understanding the emotions we go into really figuring out that relationship with yourself and your own acceptance of who you are and then seeing outside of yourself and the acceptance of other people and how you rising up into that woman allow, it's like a trickle down effect again, where now you're giving permission to everyone else to also do that to, the, to that same effect. Um, so we do that in a mastermind setting, but then also what's coming down the pipeline, which I'm uh, launching in May, is creating this as an online platform for women who want to dip their toes into it and start, you know, maybe they haven't started down that, personal development journey, or they have, and they've fallen off and they haven't had the support or really created the environment for their own change. This is going to be their starting off point where they can say, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to take ownership of my own life, of my own self and join this. So I can learn those steps and learn it in my own time. So then it's those little, like, like you were saying, where you're, um, you're getting back into running. Right. And mm-hmm. so it's those, it's that compound effect of like, okay, hey, I'm going to run every day and then I'll be able to do this. Um, Die. What did you call it? You tri- triathlon, diathlon. Oh, diathlon. Yeah. Diathlon. I think it's yeah. Dualathlon Dual Dualathlon. There we go. Yeah, two. <laughs> <laughs> so It's like, then you're getting to that, but you're, you're creating these habits that are going to stick. So what we're going to do in this membership is creating those habits as little bite-sized pieces that build upon themselves, and then now you're now that one habit that you wanted to create is solid. It's part of your character. Mm-hmm. What else can we build upon that? You know, instead of saying, "Oh my gosh, I just came back from this seminar and it was incredible, and it was three days and it was life changing," and you're going back to the same environment, yeah, and back to the same habits. So it's a little bit slower pace, but really making it something that sticks and it lands for that particular woman, and then building upon that.
2: Hmm, that's important. That seems like um, really personalized to each person. So is this something like an open enrollment that you have going? Or is this the private community, right, that you're creating? Mm -hmm. Is this just open to everybody that can come in? Or how does
1: how does that work? It is. It is. So it's a, it's a monthly membership that's open to any woman who wants to start down this journey. Um, it's priced at a place where it's, it's going to be uh, an easier yes to say, okay, this is, this is how I want to move forward. And this is how I want to change. And I'm not, I'm not ready to invest in that one single person. That's going to be a couple thousand dollars. Cause I remember on the beginning of my journey, I wasn't in a place where I could invest. That much, And needed something that was in the middle of just reading the books and trying to implement myself to, okay, what is the next step? I'm not ready for this personal, personal one to one. And I'm not ready for that big group because they both had such a big price tag. But how can I move, take the next step from just reading the books into really implementing, but continuing to learn and feeling supported and then be in a place in my life where I have like a good enough handle on where my growth is going. And then I get to choose, right? So bringing in women who are teaching about finances, teaching about spirituality, spirituality, teaching about relationships and saying, okay, teach a masterclass. And then you just learn from this woman, maybe you want to go work with her. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's lifting up other women's businesses while lifting up the consciousness of our whole gender, Mm. You know, so it's it's a space where it's like everybody is welcome, whether you're born woman or whether you identify with woman. It's let's do this together. Let's actually rise up and not necessarily just think about it, but do it.
0: I love that because something that's been coming up this whole conversation and that's been coming up recently, I think as more women are coming together, is this uh, this programming that has been um, present. Throughout the years and the decades and uh, of competition and of um, not being able to work together, you know this feeling of like, what's your what if you have something then I don't get it. Like there's, I feel like women have been constantly pitted against each other and even subconsciously like. Uh, I notice it happening all the time with myself. I'm catching it now, like with other women, with other women that I love, with other women that, you know, I care about very much. I'll notice subconscious beliefs of that feeling of like, if they have this, then I don't have this. And and yeah, that competitive energy. So I think it's so important right now that there are spaces like this where women can come together, like you're saying, mm-hmm. and really support each other, see each other, hear each other and realize that um, we don't have to compete with each other. And we aren't a threat to one another. That was just an idea that was kind of imposed upon us. And in actuality, we are each other's greatest allies. You know.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to that point, it's there's that story has been so ingrained in majority of women's minds. And then we feel once, uh, I don't want to say once you start on this journey, but there is that thought process of, Oh my gosh, I shouldn't be thinking this. Why am I thinking about this? And then you start shunning yourself or shaming yourself around thinking, Oh my gosh, she has this, but then I don't have this and okay, now I'm a bad person. And that's just how I think. So. And you just, you kind of leave it how it is or giving yourself grace and saying, I recognize what's going on, just like you were saying of it. Like, okay, I recognize what's going on, and I don't have to shame myself for thinking about this, but I can switch it in that moment. And I've had the same thing where a friend does great with her business, or she just got in, in um, you know, a promotion at her job, or she just got married, or had a kid, or whatever life circumstance it is. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and before I was like, oh, okay, great, now. Now I'm comparing myself to her successes. And granted, we do this a lot with social media, just scrolling through. And what really started working for me is the moment I would feel that like, oh, that kind of sucks. I'd be like, oh my gosh, amazing. And I'll just go straight into celebratory mode. And that helped me get over the hump of, oh, wait, you have this, but I don't have it yet. I kind of feel bad about myself into, let me celebrate with you because that's going to start creating the energy and the reality of what I get to then have in my life too. Mm.
0: Exactly. Like, but that's what I'm, that's exactly what I'm talking about is it, I mean, my mind is like, I'm thinking, (sighs) starting to think about, I feel like women are so powerful, so ridiculously powerful and that has been known throughout the centuries and millennia and it's known because we literally bring life into this world right like we're very powerful mm-hmm. beings and I feel like because of that our power has really been like psychologically diminished with these ideas right so we think well I can't celebrate with you because then if I celebrate with you then that means like I'm again it's that still I don't have enough. When in actuality, if I do celebrate with you, like you're saying, that's just magnifying the energy and pulling me into your like abundant energy. And if we all do that together in even larger groups, it's like the the magnitude of what could be shifted and what could be manifested. It's so exciting to think about. And so it's just it's really interesting that we're we're at this time right now where we're all kind of coming having that awakening and remembering and like. Deprogramming, you know, to realize that uh, not only is it okay to celebrate each other, it is powerful to celebrate each mm-hmm. other. Mm-hmm. So, thanks for I sharing agree. that. You're welcome. Thanks for asking <laughs> the question. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, shifting topics just slightly. So, your partner, Mo was on Mm -hmm. here with our podcast. He's an amazing, amazing man. And our audience really liked him quite a bit. They were big fans. Um, And uh, we were talking offline right before we hopped on here about that. And, um, well, actually, we were talking about the name of this podcast. And do you want to share about that? It's just a a fun synchronicity that I think our audience (laughs) will really like.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, It's so funny because we've been together – a uh, year and four months now. And when we met, it was just, everything just r- happened really, really fast. And I still hear my, I could, as you're starting to bring him up, my cheeks are getting so smiley and I'm like, ow, my cheeks hurt from smiling. It's just, it's so cool that even after, you know, a year, it's, it still feels like that with him. Uh, but yeah, so inner bloom, there is one of my favorite songs or an artist or, um, Bands is uh, Rufus DeSoul. And I brought that up to you two. And it was just so amazing how Inner Bloom is your podcast. Mo has been on this podcast. I'm now on this podcast. And Inner Bloom was the song that was playing when we had our first kiss. And we realized that it was, he was back. He came back for me. And I'm, I'm mm. sure this isn't weird to your audience or you two. But no. the moment we kissed, it was, I pulled back and I just looked at him. And it was New Year's Eve. It was right before the ball was dropping. And I was just like, oh, you came back for me. It's you. Mm. And without missing a beat, without being like, oh, that's weird. What is she talking about? He said, yeah, I'm back. I came back for you. Oh, and we I'm just, it cry. was like this soul knowing of, oh. Mm. Holy cow! Okay. And then obviously I was like, "Well, where have you been? Yeah. I've been <laughs> waiting for you. you <laughs> oh, have been here for twenty-something years. Where the yeah. hell have you been?" Oh, that's exactly, so cool. exactly. So it's it's it was it's pretty special to have that song be part of what your 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 podcast and and what that meaning is behind of it. It's cool. Aww.
0: That's so cool, and it's. This the song that if you guys don't know that is what our podcast is named after the song inner bloom. It's I remember I was telling you offline. I remember when I heard the song the song is so emotional and it's like so long and it just makes you feel things like it's just it's hard to describe you guys. Just, if you if you want to listen to it go check it out inner bloom. One word obviously Rufus Jusol. Um but i just remember like seeing that song and just being like that just that word means something i've never heard that word but like i it means something and when ambi and i were naming this podcast that word came up and it was just like yeah like that encompasses just the kind of the gamut of like what we want to do with this podcast so it's really beautiful yeah to to have you here and and you and mo to come into our lives and um and also having you here really is it's so cool to see the two sides of you, the, the, your partnership, because mm-hmm. it feels like you very, you, you, you complement each other very well. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really inspiring for people to see, you know, partnerships like that. Um, do, you, do you have any, like, do you do any work with partners or partnerships or the two of you? Do you do any work with partners?
1: We're starting to. Yeah, we're starting to. We're actually planning a retreat in Sedona. Uh, we don't have dates for that yet, but, um, where we've realized that both of us came to the relationship, having done a lot of work on ourselves. And I Mm -hmm. I think that when people see where we're at in our relationship and and the dynamic that we have, uh, they don't realize all the behind the scenes work that each one of us did individually and now at this place. And you can do that within the relationship and work on yourself. And so that's one of the things that we're going to bring to the table for, um, for couples and, and really talk about that of, yes, this is, this is great and it's glorious. And we still work on things together. And also that it was that individual work that we, we really had to dial in. I think before the universe was like, okay, here you go. Mm -hmm. Now you guys get to do this together. And because of that, then we get to be representative of kind of like the new world order of what relationships get to be like. And, and that communication, I'm not saying that we're the perfect couple, yeah. but we are, we are in a great place and in a great relationship better than I've ever had any other relationship. And, and I would say same goes for him. You know, it's just, it's not bad or good. It's just better in a different way. Um, yeah. so really sharing that with people and and sharing that you can have this, this, um, dualistic side, whether it's within you and within the relationship, you know, I'm, I'm a very strong willed woman and I get to stay like that. And I can also be this person where I'm like, Oh, you're opening my door, you're protecting me or mm-hmm. you're doing this, but then turn around and be the business woman, you know, or you take charge when I need to take charge and also give him the space to take charge and then also give him the space to be soft and be in that more vulnerable space. So it's, it's, it's been really cool to have a partner like that and experience that with somebody. So we want to definitely share that with more people, especially coming out of COVID (laughs) where where you spend a lot of time with somebody like maybe you, you didn't before you were married or you were together, but you worked outside of the house and, you know, now you're learning each other again. Mm.
2: That's so beautiful. You're going to have to have to keep us updated on the deeds of that retreat because that's oh, absolutely. really exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I will.
0: Yeah. It's interesting. Cause I didn't, I, that, that must've been like an intuitive pickup or something. Cause something was like partnership, partnership, like it seems <laughs> so natural or just the m- most natural evolution of what you two would do together, you know? And I do think that the, what you said, it, 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 it is so important to have leaders in that area and models. Um, yeah. Like you said, not to say my relationship is perfect or anything, but to say this is what it can be like and this is how relationships can be. And, you know, I'm willing to bet that the majority of us have bare, mainly only had models that were kind of the opposite. I mean, or or just a version of the opposite, you know, of like, yeah. oh, weird power dynamic or, you know, insecurities or all of that. Mm-hmm. And so it is really, really be- a beautiful gift. I think when people like you and Mo can come together and really like demonstrate this is what it, this is, this is how we can do things moving forward and it can feel good to everyone. Um, and so it's really beautiful and yeah, really exciting. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners would be interested in that. So.
1: Awesome. Yeah. When we when we start dialing it in, I'll, I'll let you ladies know. Yay.
0: Perfect. Good. Cool. Um, well, Kirsten, is there anything else that you feel inspired to share? We're going to um, – anything else about uh, Huntress & Co? We're going to definitely link uh, it up in the show notes so that everybody who's interested in that or the other group that you mentioned can – uh, jump in and join in, but anything else you feel inspired to share before we start winding down?
1: Mm, well, thank you, ladies. I appreciate you having me on here, and I, I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to also talk about Mo because it's people get to have that. People get to have that space in their relationship, and gosh, the the one thing that I would really say is just to start choosing yourself and start choosing those situations if. If you are in a relationship or a friendship or a space in your life that isn't helping you be happy, really take a look at it and know that if you have to choose to leave, whatever it is, that there's an opportunity on the other side that's even better for you. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. Such wise words too. such Mm -hmm. wise words. How can people work with you? They can, uh, they can find out all the services on huntressandco.com, but we'll do the membership, which is launching in May. Um, there's also, I also do breath work, breath work facilitation and movement. So we can do a single session there or uh, the mastermind if they choose to do that. Um, so they can find it all in um, at huntressandco.com and they can also email or, Text me or not text me, but um, DM, the Instagram DM <laughs> if they have any questions.
0: <laughs> DM is the new text. So. DM, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much, Kirsten. This has been awesome and inspiring and. Everyone who's watching on Facebook and everyone who's listening, um, make sure you check out the audio version because we will put all the links to Kirsten and everything she's offering in the show notes. You can just click there and uh, get connected with her um, and with Mo. (laughs) Yes, yes. Thank you. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, So thank you all for listening and tuning in. We love you so much. And until next time, keep on blooming. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. (laughs)